0: Hi, welcome to the Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of NewsBomb Transportation, where we explore key issues and compelling stories in the trucking industry. I'm your host, Sage Anderson, and you're listening to episode 90, Fine Dining and Classic Architecture with Chris Larson. Chris Larson is gonna take you on a mouth-watering experience of fine dining restaurants across the US. He's also gonna talk about must-see church architecture attractions. So get ready, he's sure to keep you on your toes and most definitely out of your comfort zone. Here it is, the Featured Exchange. Hey. Well, welcome, Chris Larson hello today is going to be i think super exciting um because it's probably going to be a little bit different than some other terminal exchanges i think we're going to find out a lot of interesting information a lot of maybe mouth-watering information
1: yeah you could say that yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah to start off with chris how long have you been at NewsBomb?
1: um august 26th of this year i will be here 10 years
0: 10 years yeah, so. okay yeah. and um you regret any of those years
1: no um i will say this this is the only c- trucking company that i've worked for that. usually a company that i've worked for before in the first year i'll utter the words i need need to find something different i need to quit and that thoughts never even crossed my mind here okay i actually was one time thinking about going to another company only because they had a dedicated operation right out of ottawa where i live okay and i the time maya was my driver manager and i called her and
0: she started crying well, no, I <laughs>
1: no believe it or not i actually started crying oh. i said i need to think about this and i then i called her back later and i said i changed my mind i want to stay okay yeah
0: so yeah sometimes i don't know being put in that situation to determine whether sure. or not you're going to leave or stay like it it puts you in a really sweet spot because you realize how much you really love where mm-hmm.
1: you are exactly so yeah
0: yeah um and Chris if you could describe yourself in three words let's let's hear it
1: okay well I'll say I'm I'm blunt okay. if you ask if if Brent or the whole management said Chris we're thinking about doing this what do you think of it and I didn't like it I'd say I don't like it and it, here's why I, it, and I wouldn't sugar it. I won't sugarcoat it yeah and there there's been times when I've said that people mm-hmm. and they've got men and I go you asked me what I thought of it yeah I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I'm going to tell you yep. what exactly I think of it and why I'm not just going to say well I think this is dumb I'm going to say why yeah um I would say comfortable in the sense that I'm out on the road and I have no problem going to a restaurant by myself I have no problem going mm-hmm. to visit a place by myself where when my mom was alive God rest her soul she would say oh you know i don't feel good go ahead and go and i'd be like i don't want to go by myself and now Uh i'm kind of like i'm going you know yeah yeah Yeah. and i i would say caring i Uh do care i do i do care i may be blunt but i do care yeah and i try to help help people yeah when I, whenever I can yeah you
0: know. well I I asked a few people um that you know pretty well at news oh, and oh,
1: oh boy no. <laughs> they said
0: Chris is actually a very big teddy bear so
1: <laughs> okay okay Facebook friends you heard that <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: so. um any any examples of just like I don't know situations that just you're a big teddy bear in or just things that <sighs>
1: Well, my wonderful girlfriend Mariana, you know, I'll just surprise her with a with a gift.
0: Okay.
1: You know, and then I'll be like talking to her on the phone. And I'll just say, oh, by the way, I'll just spring it on her. By the way, you got this, and she'll be like, what? Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> you know, um yeah. I I would say that's a good example. I mean, I, I yeah, I. I never thought of myself as a teddy bear (laughs) maybe a grizzly bear but anyway um you know i just i um i'm easy to i am i guess i would say i'm easy to go along with sure you know yeah at least i try to be because i i always tell people i'm just i'm too old and too tired to be in be in a hurry be mad be in a rush you know i have enough stress on the road because you're dealing with the drivers every day it's like that's that's enough right there i don't need it on my time off you know yeah yeah
0: um well going back to what you said about comfortable and Mm -hmm. being alone like going out to eat by yourself and things like that sure how did that change like was it after losing your mom you just
1: i would say it was after partly after losing my mom but then um i think the real there's two experiences I can think of. I start going on a, I would I would go on a Caribbean cruise, okay, every once in a while, and I would go by myself. Okay. and y- you kind of wondered, oh, how's this going to be? Because almost everybody else is traveling with somebody or families. Yeah, and you actually, when you would go to dinners, meet people, start talking, it's like okay, cool, you know, and that started making me comfortable. But another situation wasn't it was the first time I ever used Uber. I was and it was with NewsBomb they sent me to Everett Washington The it wasn't going to be real the next day and I'm sitting at a truck stop and people are like are you going to go into Seattle are you going to go into Seattle and I go oh, no not really and then they told me about Uber so I downloaded Uber and I went into Seattle and that was the first time I'd ever really gone somewhere and explored okay you know and, and that enjoyed. was
0: new at new spot you were that was at new, I had
1: new spot I okay. had Gary Gary Atkins was my driver manager at yeah. the time so yeah
0: oh, so, that's awesome yeah I um joe and i went on our honeymoon in costa rica and we went on a few excursions and there was this um one i wouldn't say like retired lady Mm -hmm. um that was just traveling by herself all over costa rica and immediately i thought she was the most interesting person alive Mm -hmm. because how like you could be that bold and that brave and that friendly to just meet people and talk to people and travel by yourself you have to be comfortable um and i and I really appreciate her because she had everything that you needed. Like, I needed bug spray, or like, I needed advice. And she just knew a lot like about your own Costa Rica. personal Walmart. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I think, I think that's incredible. And yeah, I think sometimes it's just hard for people to picture just going places by themselves sure. or doing things by themselves or. Then they're just. And
1: you will find people when you're on vacation, you'll find people that you try to strike up a conversation with. And it's like, yeah they don't. And it's like, yeah. you just move on. And you're like, okay, yeah. whatever. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I personally love to sit at a restaurant and um I usually peek at what someone else is eating. Mm-hmm. And I sit down after them because it's like, was that actually good? Like, yeah. would you recommend it? It's like you can read all the words on a menu, but if you actually get feedback. See
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, um, where where, you said you lived in Ottawa Ottawa is that where you grew up Uh,
1: pretty much yeah I was born in Ottawa and um we did live in the country for a little while but when I was nine years old we came back to Ottawa okay and I've been pretty much ever since then er, there ever since then um I'm hoping this year that changes I would like to move to Tennessee okay yeah and i'll still be able to drive for news so i want to, to change jobs <laughs> you know yeah but yeah t- i really like tennessee okay um i i do like florida but i kind of thought the humidity will will kill me and then knowing my luck i'd get a house down there and then hurricane comes along, <laughs> you know yeah. yeah so um but yeah. yeah i'm hoping you know we'll see what happens okay so, yeah
0: yeah what, what do you like about
1: tennessee um i like there's a lot of things to do um you got Smoky Mountains National Park which believe it or not is the most visited National Park in the country I uh, I thought it was Yellowstone or Grand Canyon it's like yeah. no Smoky Mountains
0: well, it's pretty affordable there right?
1: Yeah. yeah it is affordable they have no income tax whatsoever wow. you know so um and there's actually a lot of things to do i uh, chattanooga's got a lot of things to do mm-hmm. and so does nashville but nashville's everybody's moving to nashville so yeah. the cost is just skyrocketing in nashville so okay. yeah wow so.
0: um so how did you even get into truck driving
1: well i was working in a factory and um what factory um it's a place in ottawa we we dealt with laundry equipment okay and um i wanted to get a job there's a mitsubishi plant in Mm -hmm. in ottawa that makes parts i wanted to get job job there they have a very strenuous interview process like six steps kind of like what what you do for a a driver if you want to get hired at walmart and at any step they can just say we're not interested Mm -hmm. i went for the initial interview and never heard from them again Uh and things weren't going well at the employer that i was at so i thought okay I'll give trucking a shot mm-hmm. yeah you know, and it's changed quite a bit that was 1995 and that's wow. changed quite a bit since then some of it for the good and some of it for the bad okay you know so well. let's
0: hear the blunt part
1: um, the bad is that every year drivers out on the road become more brazen more unsafe okay um, it's unfortunately trucking not all not all but a lot of truck drivers are kind of like me 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 they don't think about it yeah. anybody else will will complain about what the people in cars do and then you'll see a truck driver do it too and you'll be like you know yeah um I'm still old school if somebody if a truck passes me I'll flash them lights tell them it's clear to come over nobody says thank you
0: mm-hmm. you know how um, would they say thank you Do they they, they'll, the they'll,
1: they'll 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 f- ear put their flashers on for like three flashes or if it's nighttime they get the marker interrupt and that'll turn the lights on the trailer on and off to say thank you, mm-hmm. you nobody know, does that and one of the most and I'm going to say one of the most annoying and unsafe things and I don't know how this started um I don't know if it was if it's being taught in schools or whatever it is um because it's being taught in schools i'd have some choice word for boards for the instructors is you will have a semi truck which could be eighty thousand mm-hmm. pounds sitting on the shoulder like say he's out here on 39 you got traffic going by 70 75 miles an hour instead of running down the shoulder to build up speed before he pulls out he'll just pull out from a dead stop so he's pulling out at with no speed built up in, uh. in front of traffic that's going 70 75
0: 80.
1: Uh, you know and it's like this never used to it honestly never used to happen I never saw trucks doing this and then the last few years it's just become like a a epidemic you know yeah
0: so it almost needs like a a word for it
1: yeah we'll leave those words out of this a dead podcast. yeah that's yeah. yeah, just from a dead stop just from yeah. dead stop. I had a guy argue with me one time he says well I'm not allowed to run down the shoulder and build up speed I said where's that law at and this was in Georgia I said I guarantee if you pull out in front of traffic and you cause an accident the first thing the state trooper's is going to ask you you knew it wasn't clear why'd you pull out
0: mm-hmm. and
1: if you tell him well I'm not allowed to run down the shoulder and build up speed he's going to say where's that law at show me that yeah And he's going to ticket you Yeah. yeah
0: what you said some things have improved too
1: I think well th- the the equipment has really improved sure. because Freightliners used to be called Freight Shakers even if uh, it was a brand new truck you'd shut the door and everything rattled oh no yeah and that's <laughs> not a joke that's not a joke and now the trucks now you just shut the door you shut the door and they're like salad it just you know wow yeah they've come a long way okay you know and the the clutch, the no physical clutch automatic has just spoiled me okay yeah I I've jokingly said I should amputate my left foot because I really don't need it anymore (laughs) you know so Uh, I couldn't go I know how to drive a stick but if I ever went back to a stick I'd be like oh
0: because it's just a lot of work
1: like no especially in traffic because you're like this all the time you
0: know so yeah yeah wow okay um and so after you became a a driver is that like a career you still feel very passionate about or do you ever have like kind of wanderings of like yeah you
1: know, maybe well I if i ever win the lottery i i love news Bomb, but if i ever win the lottery i'm gonna be like <laughs> you know yeah but i yeah i i do enjoy it for the most part i mean do we do i have days where it's like oh yeah, yeah. of course yeah yeah i think you'd be if some guy says oh all my days are great out here i'd be like you're a liar there's yeah. no way you have great days all yeah. every day is great out here yeah you know
0: but being a driver gives you the opportunity i think for two different things okay. one is your your food your love for fine dining okay right right and then also your love for church architecture mm. so you want to explain a little bit those things
1: okay well i you know for the longest time when i was out on the road i was like i never really went anything i mean popeyes would be you know burger king you know or truck stop restaurant yeah i would say kind of in 2016 when i went to seattle that kind of opened up my eyes to mm-hmm. really going wow all this stuff to do here what have i been missing out on and i went to a seafood restaurant at pike place market so that was kind of but even after that i didn't do it that much and then i give credit to Ruth's chris steakhouse in downtown st louis i went there in early may of 2018 okay. and never had been in roofs chris and i sat down the bar and there was a bartender very nice gentleman very soft-spoken gentleman very professional name was Joey and uh he just this the the level of service the the quality of the meat the 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 drinks the atmosphere it was like wow and Mm -hmm. it just kind of got me hooked on what have I been missing out on so now when I go places I'll get on Google and be like okay what's here and I try to pick out a place you know yeah. and i have a list i actually have a list of my favorite restaurant in every state that okay. i've been to yeah wow. that i've been had the chance to go to yeah and i have two in canada i know we don't go to canada but if anybody <laughs> ever gets up there i can give recommendations for that yeah you know? so yeah so that um and just going in and experiencing what cities have to offer mm-hmm. you know um this past weekend I was in Kansas City Missouri yeah and I would highly recommend people go there I mean the first thing you're Kansas City Missouri and I'm like but there's so much to do there's so much to see the food especially exceptional barbecue in Kansas City. I mean, they're okay. well known for barbecue um and the nightlife They're up in downtown they have a thing called the power and light district and it's just bars and and clubs and they have a big T-Mobile arena up there and okay everything it's just you, you could go there I don't care how many times you go there you'd never be bored okay yeah and you know it's it's a fantastic place to visit it's in my top five
0: okay
1: list of cities I I really enjoy being yeah. in. yeah
0: so how do you get around um if you're going to like a nice restaurant like you I'll use
1: Uber okay so yeah. you
0: park your truck at a truck park stop. My
1: truck at a truck stop you know a safe secure spot mm-hmm. you know and, and I'll use Uber or Lyft you okay. know and and do that so yeah. and if they're close together I'll walk sure but if there's any kind of distance I'll I'll grab an Uber
0: yeah yeah so, yeah. so what did you have last night
1: for dinner oh I went to be Okay. Yeah, and um, I had uh, the sherry tomato soup, mm. and then I had the garlic shrimp oregano, which is like angel air pasta, garlic, different sauces, shrimp. Yeah. You know, and uh, I checked on my Google timeline, and I've Visited Biagi's thirty-five times. Wow. Since the first time I ever went there, I've been there thirty five times.
0: So do you does Google just keep track of that? Like yep, if you just
1: you, you, Yeah, so anybody that sits there and says they don't listen to you, yes they do listen to <laughs> you. Know, you know, um you, I have been talking to my girlfriend about stuff and all of a sudden on Facebook you'll see ads I'll be like, Wait a minute.
0: Never I searched. I it. didn't
1: search for this, you know. Yeah. So but yeah, you you just go back there's a thing you can go, it's manage your timeline and it, you'll go in there and you can click on restaurants and it'll tell you every when you were there where I was there and how many times you visited. Wow. You know.
0: So what do you think is your most visited restaurant?
1: Well, unfortunately it's not there anymore. And it was in Ottawa okay and it was called corner 230 or c 230 for short okay and um, I'm going to give a shout out to the people that worked there like Ashley and Nicole and Claire and the owner Jess and unfortunately I closed down September of last year oh. end of September last year I got to go in there a couple times in September before they closed but according to Google I've been there 197 times wow yeah
0: and did you have, like, a one type of meal you, you typically got? Yeah, or it was,
1: you know, it was, it was, it, it, they just had, like, an American menu, but it was nice dishes on there. I will say the uh, chicken pesto pasta was probably my most popular okay. dish there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when you go to a restaurant, how do you know that there's, like, good service versus poor service? Like, what
1: is well he's a lot of times you're not going to find out that you get there yeah you know but um I will read reviews you know and if a place has like a 4.2 out of five I might go okay what's going on here but sometimes you'll read reviews and it's like this is the most ridiculous bad review I ever read you know yeah you know I I didn't get my glass was half full and the, the server didn't get over to me for a whole two minutes to fill it up so I gave this place one star and it's like Okay. Yeah. God forbid they were busy. Yeah. You know, um, I will say if the rating goes below four, I'd be, I've actually bypassed places. I'm all the food looks good and it goes 3.8. I'll go, no, I'm not wow. going there. Yeah. So good service to me is they're just on top of everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're very pleasant. And even if they're busy, they'll still find the time to chat with you yeah you know and everything um some of the places I've been to they remember who I am and it may have been four months since the last I was there and I walk in they call me by my name and I'll be like I haven't been here for four months how do they remember me yeah it was a place in Denver called Shanahan's steakhouse it's owned by Mike Shanahan who coached the Denver Broncos Wow. and I was in there end of January the last time I had been in there was Memorial Day weekend Mm -hmm. and the bar staff remembered me wow yeah remember my name not because you ordered
0: like 10 drinks no 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 no
1: no I I don't do 10 I do nine (laughs) okay just kidding you know so um but they're like i come under like chris where have you been and i said it's, well when were you here last i said memorial day weekend. And they're like no way it hasn't been that long and i go yeah it's been that long wow and yet they remembered my name yeah yeah
0: yeah so. i think um some poor experiences that i just can reflect on is if you ever feel rushed to get mm-hmm. out like if they if your appetizer comes out and then your food comes out like a minute after it and yeah. you're not done like I just hate the feeling of like having to rush to eat one meal because you're scared the other one's gonna get cold yeah and then um yeah when you're like almost scared to speak up i feel like because you're like "Eh, i'm Mm -hmm. just gonna bother them if you know this isn't
1: cooked all the way or like well i'll give you a great example of poor service um there's a place in streeter illinois i went there twice the first time the first instance you kind of go all right i'll give them another chance but then when it completely repeated itself the same thing yeah and what it was is I got my drink got my food and then she would never come back to see if I wanted a refill and I get done with the food and here I am with nothing in the glass and she puts my bill down she goes can I get you anything else and I'm like a refill would (laughs) have been nice yeah the first time you kind of go okay maybe it was just a bad day
0: yeah
1: I went in a second time the exact same thing happened I'm like I'm done Mm -hmm. um poor service to me would be is I don't get in a rush but when I am ready to cash out I I'd say don't hurry up get me done but it's like when you start feeling like okay I've set my car down ready to cash out and this person just will not come over there you know and it's like Mm -hmm. you know you kind of go well I would like to get back to my truck (laughs) um you know or if you know I, I i've gone to one place and i said hello to them and they didn't even acknowledge me i was kind of like oh this is gonna be a one-time visit i can see this already you know mm-hmm. so that that to me would be someday. um matter of fact the first time we i ever went to an upscale restaurant my mom and i were in las vegas 2006. we went to the venetian and we went to delmonico steakhouse which was owned by emerald Lagasse and we dressed nice and I had on a, a khaki sh- you know like a um, khaki pants nice polo my mama was up so nice and we kept feeling like they were looking down at us like we mm-hmm. didn't belong there mm-hmm. the whole time and we walked out and said mm, never again made okay. it they made us feel so uncomfortable that yeah, yeah.
0: It's the worst feeling. Yeah. To Especially when
1: you're paying at the time you're paying like hundred and forty dollars for two people. Yeah. Now you're paying one hundred and forty dollars for one, you know. Yeah. So yeah. So um,
0: Wow. Yeah, that's whew. um so would you say that your love for fine dining like began at I don't want to say probably at that moment, but like when did it start? Did
1: I would you, say it really when I visited Ruth's Chris in Saint Louis in May of twenty eighteen. Okay. That really started getting yeah. me
0: and for someone that's like well i don't have like i'm a driver but i'm trying to get out of debt Mm. that sounds fun like you know would you say maybe try it once a month or like
1: exactly i would never say to a driver you you gotta go once a week or or whatever i would say but even if it's like only a couple times a year try it just once yeah experience it just once because you might say well i could have a steak dinner anywhere but go to an upscale place and just experience a different level mm-hmm. you know a different level of the, the food the service the atmosphere and all that yeah. and if anybody thinks oh my god i gotta dress up for these places if you go in with a nice button up shirt and nice shoes and a pair of blue jeans nobody says anything to you yep
0: yeah, yeah. um any suggestions I know i mean people are driving all over the place mm-hmm. but if you could pick like a few restaurants that you'd say try these to start
1: okay, i got place. i got a top five i got a top okay. five and i did struggle with this because i didn't want to i didn't want to get too many in one category sure i do find myself eating mostly like steak seafood or italian mm. so i tried to pick from there okay so and i did put them in order from okay. one to five that doesn't mean that number five is not any is not as good as number one sure but i just have ones where it's kind of like this is the one that i really so my number one pick has to be shanahan steakhouse in denver okay that's in the tech center district mm-hmm. so you would definitely have to take a uber down there because it's south of downtown yeah. so
0: when that. you're there what like load are you delivering
1: um i'm usually now? going to caterpillar okay we're we doing our caterpillar run and and usually when i do go there i'm on a 34 okay yeah and what i'll do is i'll park over um because we do a whole lot of denver mattress mm-hmm. they have a huge drop lot in the back and i just park there and nobody says anything
0: okay you know
1: um because you're more like i'm more likely to find a parking spot there than i am at the truck stops in denver sure know? but that would be number one okay number two would be jack stack barbecue freight house that's the original location downtown kansas city okay um if you've never had Kansas City barbecue, you have to. I know I'm going to start a fight with some of my friends on this, but I will put Kansas, City, I will put Jack Stack's barbecue up against any Texas barbecue, Memphis oh. barbecue, Carolina, Georgia,
0: and is it just something like sweeter or more tangy. It,
1: it's they have things in the menu you're not going to find anywhere. They have lamb ribs. You will not find lamb ribs anywhere else um if you've ever had burnt ends you can thank kansas city for that okay so the joke is the joke is like if you go to Te- the difference between texas barbecue and kansas city barbecue is you go to texas and they'll go oh, we've got sliced brisket we got turkey leg we got pulled pork and in kansas city they go is it dead yeah barbecue it you <laughs> know. yeah but they have an appetizer at jack stack that is just i, I will order no other but they actually told me when I was there this weekend that I should stand out side with a sign that says get the cornbread and because it's their smoked jalapeno cornbread mm. with honey butter wow and it's it's almost like a dessert you could almost say yeah. but I would say you have to go and go to the one downtown okay. the original one it's by Union Station go to the one downtown that's okay. the original one number three would be AJ Steakhouse in altoona iowa it's right outside des moines okay it's at prairie meadows uh, casino mm-hmm. and i would say for an upscale place it's it's quite affordable okay i mean you're still going to pay close to with the tip close to 100 mm-hmm. but i can say Shane hands an
0: appetizer an entree and
1: if you want to get dessert drinks or anything like that wow. you know and i because i will say if you go to Shane hands you're going to pay 60 to 70 dollars more okay yeah and there's a gentleman in there he's the bartender he bartends every every night that it's open I swear I I jokingly say he has a cot in the back he doesn't even go home he just sleeps there Aww. his name is Seth but as soon as I come in he goes hey Chris like you know he's so excited to see me yeah yeah you know? but it's a really nice place and like I said it's in the casino mm-hmm. you know and I that's one of the biggest reasons I like it it's just they they know who I am and it's relatively affordable okay um number four I will say Biagi's okay yeah
0: all right yeah, so Biaghi's yeah Biagi's here
1: in Bloomington for yeah.
0: anyone visiting here at the terminal in Bloomington yeah that's your place
1: yeah or in right next door is ancho nagave which is good too yeah you know and they're owned that's by the same same company okay yeah number five well I struggled with this one so I'm actually gonna do a tie. Oh, for number five between two places legal, okay oh well <laughs> I have to give a shout out to my friend Ken Jarvis because he recommended the one place so I can't can't kind of leave it out of sure. there but number five is a tie between Gibson's Steakhouse up here in Old Brook
0: okay
1: what I like about them is it's a very old style like speakeasy mm-hmm. old clubby style Yep. Um they have a twice baked potato that I swear they bring out on a forklift. It's like <laughs>
0: you
1: know, that. And albernays in Dallas. Okay. It's in the Oak Lawn district which is just north of downtown. Mm-hmm. Um you don't go there for a qu- quiet romantic dinner. It's a kind of a rowdy place. Yep. But the staff is great, you know. Um they get the noise I went in there i was doing a 34 i went in saturday night and i went back in sunday afternoon we're sitting at the bar and they have on golf i don't particularly like golf
0: yeah kind of but we're
1: sitting there i'm sitting there with like the locals the guys that frequent the place quite a bit yeah and we're watching this young guy he was going to win the tournament and he had to make this really long putt and he hit it perfectly and it's heading right for the hole and i'm with these guys going oh 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 and i'm sitting wait a minute i don't I don't like golf and I'm sitting there getting all <laughs> excited about this guy about to put and that bowl stopped halfway over the hole and halfway on the green
0: no yeah and we're like
1: oh like that you know uh, so so I would say those those would be you know yeah, yeah. wow so
0: well other than your fine dining
1: mm.
0: let's talk a little bit about your tours of different churches sure so you just love
1: I love church architecture
0: okay yeah,
1: I love you know I love cathedrals and and you know the Basilicas and all that the yeah. ones that have been deemed a Basilica minor Basilica by the Pope
0: okay um which what does that mean
1: well now my girlfriend who's Catholic told me about this one time I believe if it's a Cathedral that refers to the seat that the pastor said at. it's called a Cathedral so that's the only designation and then a basilica is to step above a cathedral okay but the pope has to give it that designation so
0: the pope would go to a basilica, yeah but he wouldn't go to a cathedral
1: oh no he would go to a cathedral but then he could pick which one that he would you know raise to the level of minor basilica
0: okay
1: so like you know because then you have the four major basilicas which are all in rome like saint peter's and basilica and all that and then ones like the Cathedral Basilica in St. Louis that's a minor Basilica mm-hmm. Notre Dame in Montreal that's a minor Basilica okay so
0: and where did your love for the like the architecture start
1: all right I would say just doing a Google search probably the first time I ever visited one I visit the Cathedral of the Madeline in Salt Lake City okay and I just walked in I was like whoa you know yeah
0: yeah uh, what is it almost like a holy reverence feeling or is it just like, well this is just it's, really a wonderful art. Oh, it's
1: holy reverence feeling. It's also just you're amazed at the detail.
0: Just someone's yeah. talent to everything, able to
1: yeah. You know, like like I told you about the one in St. Louis. Yeah. You go in there and then you find out none of this has been painted. It's all glass teres and mosaics. Yeah. And it's the most out of it's, it's the biggest collection of mosaics outside of Russia. Yeah. And it's in St. Louis, Missouri. I don't think there's a lot of people that would, wait a minute, it's in St. Louis, Missouri? You would think it'd be like in New mm-hmm. York or Chicago or yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, but it's not just church architecture. I love just architecture. Architecture. I love all the museums and all that. I when I'm in Seattle and I've been there a few times and I will keep going back there's to the Chluli Glass Museum Dave Chluli that makes the blown glass mm-hmm. and it's just no matter how many times I've seen it you just come in there and go how did you do all this yeah. you know yeah yeah
0: sometimes and, I feel that way with just like seeing a really good musician mm-hmm. play like how do you like you're not even like uh, I went to a violin recital mm-hmm. and they're not even like looking at it they're just like moving with it and it's just like how do you have that talent it's
1: funny that you brought it up because when my mom and I went to Vegas in 2006 we went saw Lance Burton master magician okay and he was performing at the Monte Carlo he's from Kentucky Mm -hmm. and I know magic is all deception and all that but I would dare anybody to tell me how he was doing the things that he was doing up there yeah yeah
0: like uh sawed a woman in half he, well <laughs> no he,
1: he doesn't do like the big things like David Copperfield. that I'm gonna make a city disappear sure you do yeah, <laughs> yeah. he would do a lot of sleight of hand yeah. things and all that but um you know there's a video on YouTube if you can watch it it's where he makes candles out of towels and he's turning them into doves and everything and yes I know it's it's fake but I would dare anybody to tell me how, how he was doing it. Yeah. 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 No. Um, I love museums. There's a museum in Toledo, it's mm-hmm. the Toledo Museum of Art, across the street from the main building. They have a glass exhibition, and it was actually deemed like the finest glass exhibition in the world. Wow. And they have things in there that were from 800 A.D. Mm-hmm. and it looks brand new, and you're like, you know, this is something that's 12 over 1200 <laughs> years old you know? yeah 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 so
0: so other than your your 34-hour resets and mm-hmm. resets and your breaks um what about vacations what do you do
1: um, time off well i've been on cruises um i met my wonderful girlfriend mariana on the last cruise i was on that was okay. in 2019 before COVID came along and the bleep hit the fan, you know? So. Where was that cruise? Uh, we did, that was out of Port Canaveral, Florida and we did the Bahamas
0: okay. on that.
1: So um, it was um, my friend, Michael Poole's wedding cruise. He officially okay. got married, you okay. know, on, so. Um, I've also been to, I've been, in 2019, I went to Niagara Falls on the Ontario side. Okay. And then I went to Toronto. Um, last year I went to Montreal. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Wow. Um, You really had to jump through a lot of hoops to go up there because at that time Canada was still requiring to be fully vaccinated. Yeah. You had to register. You had to get a QR code, all that. And then the day before I flew back, I had to go to a clinic in Montreal and get a rapid antigen to go back to the U.S. And then as I'm sitting in the airport, they announce, "Oh, we're doing away with that on Sunday." It's like, (laughs) thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah. So. Uh, Wow.
0: So, um, just in your free time, you just like to research, like yeah. neat places
1: to visit. I get on Google. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, now if I'm going to Seattle, I'm, I do not need to Google. I go, okay, I know what's here. I'm going, yeah. you know, or if I go to Spokane, you sure. know, and, um, or if I go to Kansas city, you know, yeah. now this last time I went to Kansas city, I have a museum in Kansas city that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. And it's the national museum of toys and miniatures mm. and it's two floors. It's $10 a mission. And you're just seeing all these toys you're seeing these miniatures you're seeing dow houses that were built in england in like the late 1800s and they look brand new wow yeah wow
0: so are you a part of like a group where you talk to other people about like where to go nope. where to be or nope. no you just kind people of have suggested
1: i should start like a blog a page yeah or something but i kind of go I'm, I'm so busy i just kind of like when i get done it's like i don't want to get on here and <laughs>
0: stuff,
1: you know so
0: but you do have a YouTube channel yes okay and how
1: would how would someone well the YouTube channel is I I love trains okay so I go on catch trains yeah you know and there's been times like I tell my girlfriend I'll tell my friends I'm standing there with my phone and my gimbal and here comes the freight train and they go by so fast that I'm like leaning back like you know (laughs) the force of the train going by and that's um if anybody wants to find it's Chris's rail fanning adventures okay yeah if somebody else has copied me, it ain't me. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: But you said you got some Facebook friends, maybe that just like to follow mm-hmm. where, where you're you going. Sure. I
1: do share my my adventures on my my personal Facebook page. Okay. I do put that on. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Um, well, neat. Um, anything else that you uh, just want to add or or talk about? Okay.
1: Or well. Passionate about. One thing i did I, I didn't include a seafood restaurant after after i said i wanted to put seafood yeah. i would recommend if you're in spokane go to anthony's it's anthony's at spokane falls okay when the weather's really nice they open up the patio and it overlooks the spokane river wow. where you got the spokane falls you know it's not niagara falls but it's not trying to be niagara falls but it's still pretty cool to see yeah you got really good seafood okay Uh, they're kind of a small upscale chain they have a few locations on there I got to give a shout out to Ottawa because we have some really good restaurants there Mm -hmm. now I would recommend to my friends who go up there we should you start a car service because you're not gonna really find Uber or Lyft in a town of 20,000 people okay but um we've got Red Dog Grill we've got Court Street pub we got the beach house, which is seafood. Mm-hmm. We got Bash, which is burger and sushi house. Hello, Cody, Chanel, Abby. I'm
0: starving. After yeah, else. see now, <laughs> yeah.
1: So now you need to come to Ottawa and try <laughs> them out. Yeah, we have Casamia. You know, we had C230, which unfortunately is you know gone. Yeah. But my friends that work there now, um, Claire is now at Red Dog Grill, and okay. Nicole and Ashley are at um, Court Street Pub. Mm-hmm. Just moved to Florida. I'm not jealous at all you know, <laughs> so, um
0: well Florida's too humid too many hurricanes right? yeah yeah For long term
1: yeah I just laugh when people be in Florida going oh my god it's in the 50s down here I'm freezing yeah okay <laughs> come up here guys <laughs> he gets
0: 50 today maybe
1: yeah, yeah come up here guys yeah we'll show you freezing yep. you know? Yeah,
0: yeah uh, well neat well yeah I just wanted to say that um out of anyone that i asked about you they just had wonderful things to say well, i appreciate kevin that. kevin wanted to say go packers i think <laughs> um <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and the aaron rogers prima donna story is still continuing you know.
0: <laughs> and i think maya thinks that you could definitely have a job as a food critic which i i think we would all agree
1: yeah gordon ramsay eat your heart out you know, <laughs> so, yeah yeah.
0: yeah. So thank you so much. Oh, thank
1: you for being. And you know what's here. so funny? Is you guys gave me this bottle of water. I didn't touch it once. Yeah. Okay. Here, it, I'll it, tell you what. It's I'll more. It's
0: more for looks. Yeah. or Like a yeah. safety. Right. Here, I'll make it. <laughs> so for anyone wondering, um, there was a lot of restaurants that you talked about. Mm-hmm. So we will make sure to include them in the show notes. Sure. So that way you know where to go.
1: Yeah. So and feel free to ask me. Reach yeah. out to me. Yep. You know, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. You know, send me a message or if you run into me and say hey what would you recommend I'll, yeah. I'll tell you I have no problem saying it yeah. you know and again I wouldn't I would never expect a driver to say oh yeah I'm gonna run in here and do this and do this but do it once don't sit if you're doing a 34-hour restart and you can do it don't sit at the truck stop mm-hmm. get out and explore you'd be amazed what you'll find in these things yeah you know. yeah
0: yeah. And maybe you run into a few grumpy people, but otherwise, sometimes there's some really nice friendly
1: people. Yes, there, there is. So. Yes, yes. So,
0: All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. No, thank you.
1: I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Hi, this is Lisa from Recruiting at Nussbaum, and I'd love to answer any questions you have about driving with us. Give us a call at
0: 309-268-1199 or visit NewsBomjobs.com. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Terminal
1: Exchange, the official podcast of NewsBomb Transportation. If you're enjoying our content, please leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word about these important topics and invite more people into conversation. You can rate and review us on your podcast app or visit us online at TerminalExchange.org. New episodes arrive every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow NewsBomb on your favorite social media platforms and be the first to know when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening. Until next time, own every moment and stay purpose-driven.